Hello and welcome back to Nothing But A Bob Thing. This is Justin. And Nathan. And we have... We've had special guests, but I, this is our most special guest. It's the specialist. I think, ever. Specialist guest. Ever. Yeah. Uh, we have with us today, uh, longtime director of The Joy of Painting, Sally Shank. Hi, Sally. Hi, how are you guys? Great. Great. <laughs> we are uh, super appreciative that you took the time to talk to two lowly basement podcasters today. <laughs> We're just, just some basement dwellers over here. Just a couple of underground dudes, pretty much. <laughs> that's that is us um but we're not you know uh, we're here just to 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 chat with you and uh you know obviously along the way anything that you want to break in that you think the the community should know just feel free anything Mm -hmm. you want to say it's a it's an it's an open forum yeah and all right just just some background for you um we've been watching every episode of the joy of painting, we're we're in season six now. We're finishing about to wrap up six. season season yep. six. Yep, and <laughs> kept noticing your name in the credits, and so that's that's how we uh, found out about you. We're like, we, these are good episodes. We'd like to talk to Sally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, well, I started out running camera, but by season six, I think I was directing. Gotcha. That was going to be one of my questions is uh, when did you uh, when did you transition from being behind? Well, you're still behind the camera, but, you know, from running the camera to, <laughs> to directing the show. Yeah. Well, I started out um, actually when we first met Bob. He had already done like the first series on the East Coast, but he was in town to do a, like a um, one of his painting uh, instructional um, sessions. And they weren't happy with the people at the other station. So we stopped in and talked to our general manager, and we ended up doing like a, a short for MTV. Oh, yeah. And that's how I met him, yeah. And uh, then I, when we started working with him, I ran the tight shot camera. Okay. And the guy who was directing took a job in Flint, Michigan, so Bob actually came up to me, and uh, by then I was a producer-director, and he said, well, will you be my director? And I'm like, are you kidding? Sure. Which I think <laughs> it helped run the, the tight shot camera for me to kind of see how he was and and follow his directions, and and uh, uh, it went from there. I, I directed the rest of them until he passed away. That's a, awesome. It's an amazing run. Yeah. I mean, I mean. Oh yeah, I I don't know how he came. I, I, even his friend Dana said that it became difficult near the end for him to come up with new ideas because you're talking over 400 paintings. It's oh, like yeah. how many yeah. how many mountains can you do? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and he didn't like painting people, so. <laughs> yeah, we noticed that. Yeah, <laughs> we. I mean, uh, what the, the people have all been guest painters. Yeah, the only representations of humans I think have been guest painters. Uh-huh. Uh, Indian yeah. girl springs to mind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> when you uh, when you were directing and there were the guest painters, was it a lot different to direct those episodes? Did they kind of run the show a little bit different than Bob? Well, they, yeah, they weren't honestly as experienced as Bob. Um, well, actually, like his son's a good example. He started, I met him when he was like 17. And he was kind of shy and he, he could paint like Bob from the beginning, I think. But as far as the talking, right. his father always had to kind of like nudge him to talk more. <laughs> you know, he didn't have all the stuff that Bob liked to talk about. And yeah, the other people, same thing with some of the other guest artists. You know, they just weren't as experienced, so it took longer to, like, set up and do their show uh, than it would would with Bob. But I, I'll tell you, the worst one was Ben Stahl. I don't know if you okay. remember that one. 
I don't know that and, we've gotten uh, that far yet. Yeah. Yeah. He was a, I didn't find out till afterwards. He, he was kind of like an old Renaissance artist oh. and I worked all day with that man. <laughs> he was getting older and he, and he just was such a procrastinator by about four o'clock. I just had to go out there and, and, uh, and, you know, Bob was real touchy with him because this guy was pretty famous. And I was just like, look, sir, if we don't get started, we're not going to get a show. <laughs> and then I found out afterwards, I had seen some of his art when I was uh, a kid down in Sarasota, Florida. Oh, He had painted life-size paintings of the 12 steps of Christ to the cross. Oh, had okay. I known that was him, I would have I told him how, how beautiful his paintings were. And later, those paintings got stolen and ended up on a, a mystery show because they never recovered them. So some private artist or, or private collector um, has them somewhere hidden. And it's such a shame because Ben could never bring himself to paint the life-size again. So he did a smaller version. Oh. But they had a whole museum, a circular museum. It was just those paintings. Wow. Wow. So I, I felt honored to have worked with him, but I didn't get to tell him so because then he passed away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that sounds like one of probably, uh, I'm sure you had a lot of challenges shooting and in that house. Is that, is that the case? I mean, <laughs> oh, uh, the house, no, the house, it was, it was an old house, right? Yeah. So the, the, the in the winter time, we had to turn off the heat because Bob was soft spoken. <laughs> and if the pipes, the heating pipes came on, it would overpower his voice. So right. the camera had to wear winter coats. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and then tell everybody in the, because there were some offices upstairs and tell them to be all quiet, quiet because it wasn't a sound proof studio. But I'm telling you, it had such charm. And they'd made a museum out of it. Yes. That Bob was disappointed going to the state-of-the-art studios on, on Ball State's campus because oh. it just didn't have the same feel. Now, as far as the home audience, it was a black background. They didn't but know the it difference. Just yeah. Had the same same feel. Yeah. I, so, I can understand that. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I can understand that having been in recording studios and stuff myself. Well, and, and we we went up to Mini Trista yeah. and visited it. And, yeah. um, I mean, it is kind of like it would be its own character on the show. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. It's like a personality to the show. Yeah. Yeah. They brought, they brought me there before they started the museum to ask me questions and stuff and, and walking through those doors just brought back so many memories with him. Um, and it, it was kind of emotional, but yeah, I, I can't believe he wouldn't believe that it's a museum now. I mean, he would have been shocked to, to seeing his mask popularity like uh, the netflix documentary they did yeah. went to like 292 countries oh it's so incredible. That, that's just incredible you know i think of him as kind of like the um like a soothsayer well there's a book called bob ross phenomenon and it talks about how people think of him as like a guru and yes uh, yeah he's like the mr rogers of painting he just helps people feel good and uh he told me once he had this old man write him a letter that said uh, uh he watched him to go to sleep. And I said, well, doesn't that insult you? He goes, no, any way I can help people that's fine with me. Cause that's the kind of person Bob was. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, um, actually I have that book. I, I need to, I need to dive deeper into it, but we, oh, we, we hear that from our listeners a lot is, you know, it helps me relax. It helps me. Yeah. Go to sleep. Absolutely. Yeah. Close, close yeah. your day. <laughs> well, yeah. I had some people during the pandemic reach out to me from England and said they just discovered him. And they said, look, watching him has helped us get through this horrible time in our lives. 
And, you know, there's people that, have, that there was this guy that was suicidal that I met that, oh that it turned his life around. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he just helped a lot of people in other ways that we never would have dreamed just doing a little painting show in Muncie, Indiana. Right, <laughs> right. Absolutely. Incredible. Yeah. He's Absolutely. become an icon. It certainly has. Yeah, and all the products is just amazing. It, it is crazy. I mean, we often have the uh, dilemma of uh, every Christmas we seem to get a yeah. deluge of, <laughs> of oh, things that. with his face. Yeah, on we, it or... <laughs> we let too many people know that we have a podcast, and now everyone goes, you need some socks, right? <laughs> right, yeah. You need a waffle iron, Constant right? stream of socks, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, so... I, I have to ask this because we haven't gotten anyone to officially say this on the record, but we keep we kept reading when we started that entire seasons were done in three days. Yes. Oh yeah. Was Absolutely. It, it was well. That's what made me kind of mad on the documentary. I think I think it was Dana that goes, "Oh yeah, they'd get four shows done a day," and I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> no, the record was seven or eight. It was either okay. seven or eight. I can't okay. remember. Because it would take like, um, you know, a typical work day, eight to five, it would take the first show, would take longer to set up. Mm -hmm. But after that, it was like a half hour in between each show. And and Bob pushed me to push people to work harder because uh, he wanted to go home. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we did a lot more than four a day, that's for sure. So they showed And then there was one, one time that he ever, I, I would always go out there and talk to him afterwards and, and say, how did you feel about it? There was one time where he... We totally taped up, taped over a whole episode because he wasn't happy with the painting. Oh wow! But that's the only time. Yeah, I was shocked. So how how crazy did it get trying to jam all those episodes into that period? Like, were people just running around like crazy in between takes? Well, or? <laughs> yeah. well the biggest problem, and, and another time that Bob took me uh, aside and says, "Look, you, you got to get me away from the staff members because in between." the whole WIPB staff members, because Bob was such a great guy to hang out with, would come talk to him in between. And he, he didn't want to be mean, so he said, you be the mean person. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I had to crack the whip. But that's that's not why he called me the mean old director, though. Uh, he did that the first time I went out to the studio, and I was like, why did you call me mean? I'm not mean. He goes, I just wanted to see how many letters I get from little old ladies. And he did. He got these letters from these little old ladies. Can you tell that director not to be mean to you anymore? <laughs> mean to Bob Ross. I wasn't mean to him. So there, there's a whole crowd that thinks you were bullying Bob Ross every time you guys yeah. recorded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they call me the mean old director. Even Dana calls me that. You mean old. <laughs> But he liked to tease us. That's the thing that was kind of fun about him. He had a really great sense of humor. He'd always tell a kind of ornery joke before we'd start taping just to get us loose. <laughs> well, that's interesting because we often notice his mood right at the beginning mm -hmm. of an episode. And most of the time he's laughing. So I'm yeah. guessing you guys were having a little <laughs> back and forth sure. right before you started. Just yeah. Right in. yeah. Well, there, there was one time I could talk all day about Bob. Yeah, there let's was do one it. Time <laughs> There was one time I heard the two camera people like laugh. Well, actually, it was the female. There was a female and a male. And the female was like laughing in her uh, headsets. And I was like, I can't see because I'm back in the control room. Uh, what is going on? She said, well, you know how Bob used to bring animals in? Yeah. He brought the hawk in. And the guy, 
uh, had the wide shot was to get the animals out of the cages and hand them to Bob off camera, right? She's laughing because that hawk is like crawling up his back. <laughs> and he's freaking out, but he can't scream because Bob's taping, right? I I just wanted to, I, when she told me what was happening, I, I wanted to burst out laughing too, but he finally got the hawk to Bob. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's, it sounds like y'all had just a great time doing the show. I mean, oh yeah, it. You know, it's probably the most fun thing I was ever involved with at, at work. I mean, there was pressure to get it get it done and everything, but uh, because of his personality and we had such a small station, we were a tight knit crew. We we all enjoyed it when Bob would come to town. Did you did you keep the same crew for most of the run of the show, or were there people coming in and out of it? Uh, I'd say uh, most of the show, it was me directing, Kathy and um, Richard running camera, and Jerry was our audio person. And I'd say the graphics were people that would come in and out, and on okay. the rare occasion, if somebody was gone, that somebody would run camera. But I, I never missed any directing once I started. Okay. So there's a good solid core yeah. team there. Yeah. Yeah, always. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Super yeah. important in a production, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, and our audio person was one of the best. He he uh on the side would work for, for like the Indy five hundred and oh. ABC football with the Colts and stuff like that. He was that good. So Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Bob walked out. He at first Bob wore a great big gold coin on yes. his necklace. Yeah, we. That drove the audio person nuts, and finally he convinced him to quit wearing it. <laughs> I <laughs> guess he was. Was he using like a lavalier mic or something? It was bumping it or yeah, something. Yeah, clipped onto his shirt. Yeah, yeah, so that that coin would bang against him once in a while. <laughs> yeah, we were we were calling <laughs> that his disco audio. medallion. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, disco medallion. <laughs> I mean, it sometimes it seems like sometimes it seems like it was like a three buttons open day. Sometimes maybe mm-hmm. a four buttons open yeah. day. <laughs> it was the eighties. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, he didn't like it stuck with that hairdo, but he didn't have a choice. Yeah, we've we've heard that that it sort of it became iconic, and he couldn't yes. he couldn't shake it. Yeah, no. He didn't have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> Product line and everything. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so for you, what what would you say was the highlight of the show, of working on the show for you? The highlight? Yeah. Or any of it, Was it just yeah. relationships or was there anything oh, yeah. that stood out? Well, I'm just just working with Bob. I mean, yeah. it was never a dull moment. I mean, that's in and, and and lifetime friendships have come out of that. Mm-hmm. I've become good friends with Steve and Dana, um, and I'm still friends with some of the crew. So it it it's just I never would have dreamed back then, you know, what would come of this. So I mm-hmm. I just felt lucky to be at the right time at the right place, right. Uh, and to know such a guy because I would go out uh, like I went to Central Park with him one time, and he. I don't know if you've heard this story. Um, there was like the the PBS station in New York City put on a day for kids. It had Sesame Street characters, Mr. Rogers characters, uh, and Bob Ross. Yeah. And and so I took my I took a small camera and it, these people brought their paintings and they wanted Bob to see them because they were so proud of them. So I videotaped them all and then edited them and put them in the next series. But I'll never forget this one little girl. 
she could have chosen all these other characters, but she screamed at the top of her lungs, Mommy, Mommy, it's Bob Ross, and she tore off through the oh, crowd. Man. Oh, that's Because awesome. until then, I'd just been in the studio with them or out to eat around here, and people would recognize them. But to be in Central Park and, and see these crowds of people, it, it was just amazing. And then I got to go to um, James Dean. I'm sure you've heard of him. He has yeah. a car show uh, just north of where Muncie is. And uh, we, I got to ride in a big Cadillac with him in a parade. That's um, amazing. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. He's doing stuff like that with him. I used to take him antiquing because he collected, uh, it's called Albany Glass. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, we've heard that. Yeah. So just hanging out with him afterwards was, was fun too. Yeah. One time I went down to Florida to visit him. And I'm telling you, it, it, he had a squirrel that he was helping uh, recover in his house. Wow. So he, he lived what he talked. Yeah. I mean, I guess when he was a kid, he used to do that too. But yeah, he loved animals. That was another thing that I liked. I went with him sometimes to the rescue place to pick out an animal to bring on the show. Wow. Yeah. That's, and he was a, he's part American Indian. And for years, I said, why don't you tell people that? And he goes, that's private. But uh, near the end. Yeah. In one of the series, he did admit that his mother was part Cherokee, so I was kind of surprised. Hmm. But I think that's part of the reason he was raised to yeah. love Mother Earth and the animals. So he <laughs> it, he was Bob all the time. Yeah, it, yeah. It wasn't an act. <laughs> yeah, that true true connection to nature and all things yeah. that spring from it. Yeah. Yeah, I know you always hear about. Sometimes you don't want to meet your heroes, but mm-hmm. that's not true with Bob. He was. The, the charismatic character of that man was just infectious. You just, you just wanted to hang around with him. And, uh, you know, he'd flirt with the women. He'd flirt with me. I mean, that, that was just his personality. But I just think he liked, liked being nice to people, yeah. making them happy. Yeah, Absolutely. I rarely see him like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, sometimes we think about, um, and this, this is a world that we are, progressively learning more and more about there were other television painters yeah. <laughs> right there were there was oh, bill, yeah. bill alexander before of course mm-hmm. and then uh yeah. the folks that painted the flowers the uh oh man i'm, I'm jenkins I'm, yeah i'm blank, yeah. blanking on their yeah. name but yeah yeah but it's well i directed him for a show once too bill alexander uh, or no no oh, the uh, jenkins folks yeah jenkins guy and then uh, yeah. dorothy dent, dorothy dent did country painting i think yeah. she just passed away recently she did one uh, of the ones uh, on the saw blade, didn't she? I think she was, was that, one. I did think she, that was her. Did yeah. she do the one of the paintings that was on a an old saw blade? Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I can't quite remember. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was another lady I directed. It was like a Joy decorative painting or something. But um, that 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 brings up another thought that um, I would go with Bob sometimes. One, I remember Dallas was one place. I can't remember where the other place. When he was first starting out, we would have, uh, they would have, PBS would have program managers come to these suites and you would hawk your shows. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I helped, you know, tell people about his shows and Bill Alexander had a suite, but it was like uh, the floor below and Bob was like, Sally, he was, I can't go down there because he's still mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. he wanted one of his palette knives. And so I went down oh. there and got it with like a gold palette knife and, and so I took one for myself too. <laughs> I still have that, and I gave it to Bob because he 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 wanted one so bad, so he had me go get it. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I mean, their personalities couldn't have been more 
different. Oh, I mean, yeah. we've we've watched some of Bill's episodes and they certainly both have the passion, but Bill has this like angry sort of passion. Yeah, you, you can't say Bill <laughs> yeah. didn't have passion. Right. He definitely had passion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think he was kind of dry. Yeah. yeah. Think, yeah. There was a, there was a promo because I remember it. He uh, that we ran for a while where he hands the almighty brush over to Bob and and was yes. going to retire. Yes. And then what happened? Bob got more popular, so he, he made him mad, so he came back on. Yeah. <laughs> But he didn't have the personality, and and that's the thing right. about Bob. You have a combination of a good painter and this amazing personality. Right. Yes, that that's true. That's exactly that's what made him so special. Right. Um, yeah. What What was the rest? I'm just curious. What was the rest of the year like at WIPB when you guys weren't doing the show? I imagine you were working on lots of other shows. Well, yeah, but we did. He would come every quarter. Okay. So okay. every three months he'd come for like a week. Right. Okay. So yeah, I I we in fact one year it was the most stressful year there. We did a newscast from eighty seven to eighty eight, and I was the director for that. Oh wow! Yeah, had, Bob didn't like it because we had to we'd have to stop by four so we could get ready for the newscast. Um, but we would do like uh, a lot of remotes, like Ball State basketball. Oh cool! Um, we would do, of course, pledge drives, and then a an on air auction every November. Um, you know, being a small PBS station, I got to do a lot of variety of things. I got to direct a an opera once. Wow! <laughs> uh, oh in, uh, in Richmond and then Cincinnati, Ohio, a, a children's choir. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, I did volleyball. Um, and then you know we would do shows. One time, I I produced a pet care series. Oh, cool! Uh, yeah. You you know you you're a small station. You can pretty much do what you want. You know, right. <laughs> that's one of the things I, I love about public broadcasting is that it does seem like a really open uh, media in a way. You know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I read something in your bio about uh, a show called Across Indiana as well. Another thing you might have oh, worked on. Yeah. I, I don't know why my name got in the press. OK, um, <laughs> it's on IMDb. <laughs> yeah, I know. I worked at, I, I, after Bob passed away, I moved uh, down to Indy and worked at the WFYI and ended up ah. moving back to Muncie. But um, I was like the pledge director for both TV and radio. And I the guy who was the um, membership manager encouraged me to be creative. So I would do these elaborate sets <laughs> and. One time I went to like a, a home show and I got this guy to donate like a fence to and I made like a backyard barbecue uh, whole set, right? Yeah. So Indiana asked me if they could have the fence afterwards and said they'd give me credit. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason my name is on across Indiana. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> well they, they, they were go. they were good on their word, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's still there. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh my gosh. Oh wow. Um we would be uh uh I uh, we would be it would be a miss if we didn't ask you. And I know you've talked about this in other interviews, but it's something that we spend a lot of uh emotional energy on. Uh those last minute trees at the end of an yes. episode. <laughs> oh yes. It doesn't matter. I, like I said before, I, I, I never could have faith that he would get it done. It always made me a nervous wreck. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of a, 
you know, anxious person. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> me too. I've got all this energy, you know. And then when I give him, a, it, get, have the camera person give him a two minute cue that he knew that would drive me crazy. And you go, okay, now it's time for a big old treat. And I'm like, you don't have time for that big old treat. But sure enough. He did. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm pretty sure he shaved off like 10 years from my life with the last minute trees. Just, just so much stress. <laughs> well, I did get him one time, though. One time uh, uh, I went out there and I said, Bob, how did you like your painting? He goes, oh, great. I'm real happy with it. Why? Why are you asking? I said, you forgot to take the contact paper off. Oh. It's like, you're kidding. You couldn't believe you that. So that's the only time I remember doing an edit. We took like a tight shot and the, and we had these big one inch reels that we were recording the thing on. So it was real tricky timing for that engineer to hit, hit record, you know, and, and for us to cue Bob, but we did. And then he comes uh, from the tight shot and then rips the paper off. <laughs> so there was, there was very little editing in the show. I mean, I could sort of see that from watching it, but yeah. Yeah. It's, he had exactly... Early on, he had a little bit more, but near the end, because of the uh, sponsors at the end, he had 26 minutes exactly. 26 mm -hmm. minutes. So he didn't even have a half hour. 26 minutes to do a whole painting. Man. And he used to have a sample off to the side, but later on, he, he quit doing that. Yeah, that's, did it all up here. that's something that we've heard. Do you, do you remember about when he ditched the, uh, the sample painting? No, I don't remember yeah. when. I remember Pretty early. one time. Wait a minute! It's there's not one there anymore. <laughs> He's just making things up now, <laughs> right? I mean, that's 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 one of the most incredible things is yeah. just being able to just just yeah. improvise, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So one of the reasons we wanted to talk to you is joy of painting. Everyone knows. Obviously, everyone knows Bob Ross. Like. He's the star of the show. But we think it's kind of important to know more about the other people who were a part of it, you know? Um, who who else do you think, behind the scenes, deserves more recognition for what the show has become over time? Well, I mean, the whole crew, I suppose. Like I said, that the auto engineer was yeah. really good, and um, the camera people were rock solid i mean mm -hmm. it's just a, a well oiled team i guess yeah. that we're to doing it but um you know i think bob gets most credit though because people go oh, sally you produced it no i didn't produce it i i just directed it he produced it so he was totally in charge of the content right. and what he said how he did it so we we were just there to uh showcase him just just facilitate what he had planned yeah, I don't know if you know, later on in the series, we had kind of like an animated opening. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Yeah, I remember spending the whole day with the engineer, and we took a car back of a carpet and painted that chroma key green. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, so, so that opening took a, a while to, you know, once we did that, to, to get it to work. But that engineer, I, I give a lot of credit to. He's the one that knew technically how to, how to create that opening. That was Jerry Morton. Jerry okay. Morton. Yeah. Jerry Morton. Yeah. Well, I, so I'd say he, yeah, he's kind of like the star behind the scene, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. How to do that? Yeah. I wouldn't have known how to do it. <laughs> so you were sort of creating a, a green screen. Is that if I got that yeah. right? That's cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because we we didn't have the uh, we couldn't like paint the um, back of the set that they did later on, I guess. But 
at the time we had a great big white psych, you know, that had a curve. Um, and so we just hung that carpet up and then, and then taped his opening. Oh, hmm. wow. Yeah. That's, that's pretty impressive. I love DIY stuff as well when, yeah. when people get creative and <laughs> just figure yeah. it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What, um, what was, uh, well, am I breaking? Do you have, oh, no. okay. What Please. was, oh, thank you. Go thank ahead. <laughs> I was curious what things were like for you after the joy of painting. Um, what did you work on after that? And I'm sure it, I'm sure it took some time to process everything, but you know. Um, yeah. After he passed away, um, a lot of things changed at the station. We, uh, were joined with the university. Oh, Okay. And, and they kind of joined the crews to do each other's jobs, oh. but they didn't raise my salary to match theirs. And that's when I decided, I <laughs> I hate to say it, but I, I had a stronger work ethic than some of them. And they were making like 10,000 more a year. I couldn't take it. Yeah. So I went down to WFYI <clears throat> and I was living closer to FYI at the time anyway. Um, so I, I just never went back to WIPB until years later. They asked me to come back to go into sales, and by then I I was burnt out working a lot of you work a lot of long hours in PBS, right. so I ended up coming back as a salesperson like in '99. Um, gotcha. Um, and then went into sales, and now I'm like semi-retired. Well, I'm I'm my office now, but I only work like three afternoons a a, a week now. Okay. So, C- congrats on that. I mean, being semi-retired sounds like yeah. <laughs> a great thing. It is so nice. Well, I just turned 65, so I think I've earned it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> given your, you've given but, your career to the people in a yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I, I, um, yeah, that, that's my contribution. I felt like working all those hours for PBS all those years, 17 years was bringing quality programming to people. Uh, you know, it all started here in Muncie because uh, mothers wanted um, Sesame Street. But, mm. you know, now you can get a lot of how-to on other channels, but, right. you know, PB was first with all that how-to. Most definitely. I mean, uh, I think I think of myself and a lot of other people rely on things like YouTube now to learn how to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. But y'all were really yeah. the, the germ of that. I mean, public television, public radio, I, I, I can't think of how valuable those have been uh, just even in just my life, but then for all the other people it's impacted, it's, it's, it's staggering. Yes. They're, they have some quality programming that I still watch today, like Masterpiece Theater. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Are, are better than what I see on regular TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well done. And, and as you know, with a lot of a sweat yeah. <laughs> put into it, a lot of hours. Yeah. <laughs> or Downton Abbey, man, that yeah, was the best. That was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, uh, any other, any any other? Things? I guess I guess the the last thing I have is just what what would you say you want your legacy or the show's legacy to be going forward for people? Like, what what do well, you I want think, it to stand for? Yeah, I I think that the the it's so evergreen. People yeah. could be. I mean, I'm just shocked that we did this in the '80s and here decades later. <laughs> yeah. Now discovering them, yeah, yeah. So, you know, he he's got 400 episodes forever that people can listen to. It's 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 never going to go out of date, you know. And I think that 
I have gone to uh, workshops and just to walk into the room and see all these people painting, it just brings me such a joy. And honestly, I, I feel like Bob's smiling down and that I can almost feel his presence because he is still bringing the joy of painting to people. And, awesome. and, it, yeah. and, it, and it, like I said earlier, it's changed some people's lives. I, I know this one guy reached out to me and said he was so depressed uh, when he was a kid because his parents got divorced. So he'd run home and watch Bob Ross and that oh. kind of gave him some peace. Yeah, so he had no idea what he was, uh, how he's going to affect people. Right. Painting, you know? Yeah, I love that. That's a lot of lives, yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Is, there, is, yeah. There, is there anything you would want to say to our... Uh, our small but dedicated listening audience or, or anything you want to pr- promote or plug or anything like that? No, I just said, if, if you, if you paint, keep on painting because it, it brings you joy and um, just keep promoting Bob Ross. Cause the more people that get touched by him, the better. I think that um, he's just so soothing. And in today's society, we are just so, especially this country, we are, it, I think it was too much technology too much stress, rush, rush, rush to do this and that, because I used to be on that treadmill. It, 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 you need something that's calming and reassuring like Bob Ross. Absolutely. I agree. Absolutely, yeah, agree wholeheartedly. <laughs> um, Your daily dose of Bob Ross. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Great wisdom today from Sally Shank. Thank you so much for being with us. Yeah, we really you. appreciate it. And anytime, uh, if you ever feel the need, to come back on, you have an open invitation. So, well, thank you. It was really nice talking to you guys. It's nice talking to you. Thank you for all the the work that you've that you did. I mean, without you, the show wouldn't be out there either. Uh, yeah. So, your contributions. Well, are- it, it would be somebody, but <laughs> I think that Bob and I made a good team. <laughs> yes. Yeah. When you get that chemistry with people, you got to kind of you got to kind of ride it out, don't you? Yeah. Like. Yes. That's why I'm stuck with this guy. That's it. So. <laughs> Can't get away. <laughs> He's got you locked in his basement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, oh, that's awesome. 